Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We all know the saying that says, you are what you eat, right? Meaning, if I eat healthy things, I become a healthy individual. If I eat unhealthy things, I become unhealthy as well. This saying is definitely true on a physical level, and even more so true on a spiritual level. I become spiritually what I eat, what I feed myself. And physically, what we eat usually is something that we kill. So we kill an animal and we eat that animal, or we pluck out a fruit, so we kill it, then we eat it. So as long as I eat things that are dead, I find myself that I'm alive temporarily, but these things, because they're dead, they don't give me real life. Only when I partake physically of the source of life himself, then I have life within me. But spiritually, it's the same. I eat through my senses, I eat through my thoughts, and if I allow my senses, so my eyes to see things, my ears to hear bad things, all this darkness comes within me and I become what I consume. So I become the summation of what my eyes see, what my ears hear, what my brain or my mind thinks. Which is a very scary thing because what happens today is that when we look around, there's sin everywhere. Life has become increasingly difficult. Darkness is everywhere. I look on a billboard, in social media, at school, in a workplace, wherever we are, sometimes even within the church, we see things that we're not supposed to see. We hear things we're not supposed to hear. I meet youth all the time. They say, Abuna, I hear so many things, so many bad things, I don't want to hear them. Others, they hear music, say, I just like the beat, but there's so much poison coming in. But we look at these things and we ask God, God, how ought we to live in this world? And God says, fear not. And He says, I'll go through the story of Zacchaeus quickly from a completely different angle. That like, as I came into Jericho to save Zacchaeus, I am coming into your life, coming into this world. Jericho here is symbolic for evil, for corruption. You know, Jericho in the Old Testament was destroyed because of sin. And then it was said that the person that would rebuild Jericho would lay down, or the foundation of the city would cost him his elder son, and the foundation of the gates would cost him his younger son. That's what happened in the Old Testament as Jericho was being rebuilt. So Jericho is symbolic for evil, and God is willing to come into Jericho. Even if my heart is empty, meaning I find no purpose in life, I find this darkness within me, or it's outside of me, it's about to creep in, God says, fear not, I enter into Jericho. And Zacchaeus' name means pure. And there's a paradox here, because Christ enters into Jer Jericho, he sees Zacchaeus, whom he created, and he knows that he created him pure. 
Zacchaeus, your name is pure. Father Gabriel, I've created you in my image, in my likeness. Yet he finds Zacchaeus to be a thief and a chief tax collector. So he's corrupt. He steals. The love of the world has entered into his heart. But Zacchaeus came to a point where he sought Christ. Because again, when you eat things that are dead, you remain dead. When you eat things, you consume things that are empty, you remain empty. And that's why we can consume or binge watch Netflix for hours. And you're entertained. But when you're done watching an episode, you want to watch some more and more and more and more. And at the end, after all this entertainment, you feel completely unfulfilled. I feel completely unfulfilled. I don't binge watch, but regardless. If I watch something, you still feel unfulfilled. Because what I'm consuming is empty. And therefore, I find myself to be empty. So Zacchaeus was swamped. He said, something is wrong. I'm consuming something that is wrong. So he knew Christ is about to come. So in verse 3 says, And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. There's a lot of crowd. There's society. There's distraction. There's people keeping me away from Christ. And Christ being the popular man that he was, healing everybody, right, and providing food to the hungry, Obviously, when he was walking around, there's hundreds and thousands of people following him. So you can't see him, you can't touch him. And if you are of short stature, there's no way you can touch him, get to him. Symbolic for, I cannot find salvation with my own strength. God, I want to come back to you, but I'm not able to get back to you. I'm not able to connect. There's so many things keeping me away from you. I am of short stature. But then he climbs up the tree. What do, you th what do you think the tree is symbolic for? What brings salvation? It's the cross. Only through the cross, a person really gets to see Christ, reunites with him. And here the cross is not only symbolic for the salvific act that Christ did in His crucifixion and resurrection. It's also the cross that I carry daily, that we carry daily. So if we ask ourselves this question, imagine Christ again has hundreds and thousands of people walking after Him, and then He would say to them the weirdest of things. He says to them, if you want to be my disciple, Deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. And whoever wants to save his life will save it. Sorry, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Why are you telling them these things? Give them a positive message. Give them something fruitful. You have an opportunity here, right? If you think from an earthly perspective, you know, if you know, do any kind of marketing classes or sales technique, you have a crowd, give, sell to them the product. Let them follow you. Yet Christ, what he says, he says to them, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. What are you doing? Why are you seeing this? And his response would be, I'm saying this because it is the truth. 
The world offers things and they seem pleasing, yet they're empty. And we all have this Zacchaeus in us, this corruption in us. And we also have the purity in us. And there's a fight going on in between those, the old man and the new man. And he says, if you really want to find life, pick up the cross. Pick up the cross. He's talking to people that saw cousins, maybe brothers, sisters, siblings, family members, friends being crucified in front of them. To us, the cross is a sign of power. To them, it was a horrific event. Barbaric. Very sad. And they've lost lives. Right? The Romans would kill sometimes hundreds and thousands per day at some point. Right? That, that was the thing that they did. They walk into the city, in front of the gate of the city, people are there and are crucified. So they would see those people often and understand what it means to pick up the cross. Yet he says to them, deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow me. He said, I I'm about to be crucified for you. But for you to find life, true life, you have to really deny the old man within you. I heard something once that was so nice. The priest said, within each one's heart, there's a cross and there's a throne. And we have two choices. If I crucify my ego, then Christ sits on the throne of my heart. The other option is for my ego to be sitting on the throne of my heart, and therefore the consequence will be that Christ himself is crucified. But Christ was already crucified for me to find true life. And it tells me now that I've died for the salvation of the world, each one of us has to be willing not only to die in baptism, but die in repentance and die in denial of yourself. These deep desires that you have that are rooted within your corrupt human nature that seek to sin, it's much easier to be lazy than to pray. Give you props that you hear Sunday morning in liturgy, it's, that's the difficult thing to do. It's easier to be at home cozy. It's easier to sin. It's easier to do the wrong thing. It's very easy. It's easy to hit back. Easy to swear back, to push back. It's very difficult to give the other cheek. Very difficult to persist and struggle in Christian life. And that's why Christ says, that's why I'm telling you, deny yourself. Because in Orthodox understanding, salvation is the recreation of the human being. And in the same way, Christ created Zacchaeus pure. He says, I want to purify you. Father Gabriel, I want to purify you. But you have to be willing. Climb up that tree. Carry the cross. And then you get to see him face to face, right? So it says in verse 5, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him. And said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today. I must stay at your house. But Christ, why him? Is this Kosa? Like, why, why him? There's hundreds and thousands of people following you. Why him? 
Because he is the one that is truly seeking me now. Like he says in the book of Revelation, I come, I stand at the door and knock, and he who hears my voice and opens the door, I come and dine with him, and he with me. So he comes to Zacchaeus' house, and he dines with him. And then the devil starts, you know, playing with the rest of the people. They start complaining, and Zacchaeus says crazy things. God, whatever, I give half my goods to the poor, and whatever I stole, I give back fourthfold. Which makes absolutely no sense, by the way. Like, if you, if you, have, if you know any basic math, which I'm sure you do, obviously, right? It makes no sense. So let's, let's say the man has $100,000 in his bank account. He gives 50 to the poor, and most of it is stolen. Let's say, let's say he stole just 25 of it. 25 times 4 is 100. So he's giving 50 to the poor, and he's giving back 100. The man is bankrupt. He's telling Christ, now that you came into my house, now that my senses, my mind, my heart has tasted this life, and I find this joy because you are the source of true joy and true fulfillment, now there's nothing that will ever take me away from you. Everything that kept me away from you, I am selling, I'm giving away, I don't care. I'm not ready to lose you again. Because he was afraid that because of the complaints, Christ was going to leave his house. As if Christ did not know who he was. As if Christ does not know who I am. But he tells me, I know who you are. I know you're supposed to be pure. I know you're not. But I'm willing to make you pure. And I'm, weak. I'm willing to fulfill your life, to guide you. I pray that Christianity to us becomes like this because Christianity is true life. It's not a religion. Christianity, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, we deal with Christ as if we're dealing with Santa Claus. You know what that means? So, Christian, you know, like imagine, you know, when we're children, Christmas comes, Santa Claus lives far away. We don't know him, we just hear about him, right? We cross our fingers, we're on a good list, not on a bad list, and we ask for stuff. And sometimes we deal with God like this. God, I do not want you, but I want your stuff. That's completely the opposite of Christianity. Christianity is a relationship with the living God. When I eat Him through the Eucharist and through prayer, through life of purity, through doing good, you find life within you, purpose in you. You see the world in a completely different lens. And you really get to enjoy this life. And you, like Zacchaeus, you say, I restore fourfold. I don't care. I don't care about this world. So Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because he is the son of the Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Christ did not come to judge us. He came to save us. And He gives us every day an opportunity for us to be saved. And glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.